Hey, E, put the beat on. Hey, Taylor, you like this joint? Yeah, it's be hard. Yeah, you, you sure you like this joint? You would tell me if you didn't, right? Oh, yeah, of course. No, this don't go, this don't go hard. All right, all right, cool, cool. This this my man, Scotty Pimpin' drum. Oh, okay, all right, then. Matter of fact, I, I got something for this. Got something like what? <laughs> Welcome to the top shelf. With a flavor so hot, but you will not melt. About to take you on a ride like you never felt. Up and down, real smooth like a carousel. Moving in our own lane, no parallel. Everybody needs sleep, it's good for your health. If you stuck like Chuck, I might have a help. Cause we talk sports, life, and everything else. What's cracking, ladies and gentlemen? We thank you for taking the time to tune into Sleep, the Sports Life, and Everything Else podcast, where sports, life, and entertainment collide. Presented by the Away Team and coming to you from the top shelf, this is Season 4, Episode 17. My name is Michael Roberts, a.k.a. Mike on the mic. And if it ain't all good, make it that way. We've got my co-host, Taylor Suber, on deck. Upside, inside out, she's living la vida loca. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, R.I.P. to, well, not R.I.P., but... Uh, you, you seen my man in the news? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's why Ooh. I'm saying it. Uh, the Puerto Ricans, y'all got to hold the L. We we had to hold the L for R. Kells. <laughs> the Jews uh, had to hold the L for Roman Polanski, you know what I mean? And, and white people and, and, white, uh, white, white had to hold, hold the L for Jared from Subway. So now the Puerto Ricans got to hold the L for Mr. Uh, Ricky Martin. What's going on, y'all? Well, y'all what's the boy named Weinstein? Oh, He's Jewish, man. too. Oh, yeah, 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 him, too. Yeah, you know what I mean? So, you know, every, you know what I mean? Yeah. Hold, and, uh, hold the L. I'm it, not going to say what he did. Pretty yeah. much everybody know what he did, but, uh, you know. I heard he got a Fifty piece. Well, you know, I heard they they. I, I didn't hear he got sentenced, but no, I heard they, he, he, they, he, he, he facing fifty pieces. He, he, like he had some type of issues going on with his nephew. They had his, like, we we just talked about last like week different Did rules we? in different in different states and incest. I'll just say is illegal down there. So he's looking at a uh, you know a couple of decades. Mm, I'll mm, just mm, say that. Mm. But other than that, I was, I was just reading that story on the way here. But uh, what's going on, everybody? All right, all right. Yeah, yeah y'all got to hold that L. He's been he's been famous <laughs> his whole life, and well, he's gonna be famous somewhere else. Menudo, yes, sir. Menudo this, menudo that in, mm. the, in the jail cell, sir. Mm-mm-mm. Sing that song. Yep. All right. Well, we've got producer One Will E handling the boards and the important stuff. Hey, what up? What up? What up? What up? What up? E and Taylor, how y'all feeling today? I'm look, man. Yesterday, I was out in uh, a part of Pennsylvania that was very new to me. Uh, It's above Harrisburg, across the Susquehanna. There's some kind of dry, wet lake with a big Statue of Liberty in the middle of it. Really? You you go over there. Yes, sir. You you see that when you're on your way up up top. Yeah, okay. I saw that when I was going to uh, Smithfield. Oh, okay. My first stop upstate. Okay. So, you go over that big hill. And then you're in, like, Trumpville, and, uh, well, let's just say they sent me, they sent your boy and a Mexican up there to fly drones and inspect the electrical poles. Mm-hmm. Yo, I was getting some looks. And looks ain't the word. What are you doing out here? You know you don't belong out here amongst us, and you know and you and that darn fella right there need to get in your car and be. A, it looked like a sunset sound, but mm. we got out of there before the rain even started. So, well, that's good. We made it back. It's one place you probably don't want to break down at. 
She's a little nervous. I got you. Tell I, her I how can't you, lie. Tell her how you feeling today. I'm chilling. I broke down out there before. Oh, no. Yep. But made it, made it, I'm, really? still, I'm still here, ain't I? Tell, tell yeah. his, still I, I here see. to tell the tale. Yeah, okay. I, I made it back. This He's here to tell the tale. Years ago. Yeah. All right. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can follow us on Twitter and IG at Sleep Is For You. That's S L E E P. I S the number four Y O U. Subscribe and listen to new or old episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Podbean, TuneIn Radio, Samsung Podcast, Player FM, or YouTube. Kindly subscribe to the YouTube page as well. Like episodes, leave comments, show love, show hate. We here for it all. Tell a friend to tell three friends about us. We're trekking back up the mountain, baby. If you haven't already done so, look up sleepisforyou.com, the hub for all things sleep-related. We've got one top five for y'all this week, the Common Sense Space. Have you seen? Have you heard? Big deal, no big deal, know me in 90. And that good sports talking coverage that makes this the top shelf. So without further ado, our showtime is 316. We're getting in here a little earlier today, but uh, let's spin. Things have been a little slow. As far as sports news recently, other than Summer League, as far as the NBA and NFL go. So this week, we're going at sports a little differently. It's toss-ups. So I have uh, four questions, actually five questions on deck over here for Taylor. And uh, I'll answer them as well. And then Taylor has some questions he put together as well. So let's get to it. If you were the Panthers and the season started tomorrow, would you start Baker Mayfield or Sam Darnold? Uh, I probably would start uh, Baker, Baker Mayfield, yeah. But Sam Darnold has never really shown me anything. So, um, I mean, all, yeah, uh, Baker has got a, a longer track record, and he gets any more healthier, too, of uh, actually being good. And they do have a pretty good receiving core. So I would probably go with Baker Mayfield, but I would, I would be watching him keen, and I would be telling him, like, listen, man, if you don't see it, just get rid of it because their defense is actually not that bad. I yeah. mean, um, so um, I would I would probably go with Baker. You know what I mean, same as same as suspect. Man. I agree. I mean, you know, I'd have to uh, observe, like you said, Baker Mayfield to see how well he knew the playbook, being that he just got there. Yeah, uh, and this is his first off season with the team. But um, you know, as far as the better player in this situation, I'd go with Baker Mayfield. I'd give him the nod because, mm-hmm. like you said, he's a little more durable. Um, he's a little more accurate. Yeah. Um, I trust him a little bit more on the field. He just has to make sure he has his head on straight and making good decisions. Yeah, they both were on terrible team when they got drafted, but Baker did get his team to the playoffs, uh, I keep saying last year, two years ago in 2020. And uh, whatever his name is, uh, Sam Donahue, he ain't got his team nowhere, and they traded his out of there to where he's at right now. So, yeah. And he didn't do nothing with them last year. So at least Baker does have a track record of like being you know, somewhat good. I got you. Yep. Well, speaking of that slight mention of the Jets, which quarterback from a toilet team will have the better season? Justin Fields, Zach Wilson, or Trevor Lawrence? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Trevor Lawrence. I think he's got the higher upside than both of those guys, even though he was the first overall pick. But I think he can be a little bit, a little bit better this year. Um, Doug is down there, so Doug Doug should be able to get him on the right track. And I don't know what's going to happen after that, but yeah. and um, I mean they're getting Travis Entian back. He, he missed all last year. He's a mm-hmm. pretty special running back. They signed that big deal for uh, Christian Kirk, 
Uh, and they signed another receiver too, Zay Jones. And a, they, they, I remember they spent a lot of money on the receiving core. And the oh, they lost Allen Robinson. Uh, who? Allen Robinson. Oh, was he in Chicago? No, he's in Chicago. Okay, yeah, okay. He hasn't been down there in years. Yeah, yeah. Um, they got they, and I think they had another receiver. They drafted i don't know but i know the receiving core is, is pretty much oh yeah and they still got marvin jones so they got a lot of veterans down there so um as long as the offensive line can hold up they can i don't know if they can remember that division is just, is just basically the colts and the colts just changed out their quarterback again for like the what the third or fourth straight year so yeah, they um they got uh, the texans, Ryan starting out the there. texans are going to uh, be, uh, be tanking again yeah. and um what's the other team tennessee tennessee uh i think they might be taking the slip back so jacksonville mm. can have it have mm. a um can have a you know I take on Tennessee. Yeah, they could be taking a uh, you know a step back, but okay. I, I, I can see Jacksonville if, if you know what I mean. Because one thing Doug Peterson can do, he can work with the quarterback. But sometimes I don't know. It's kind of like his way to how I don't know where him and Carson went, went wrong, but I yeah. think he can help um, Trevor Lawrence. And plus, this is Doug Peterson with second chance. I think he'll be more conscientious of you know being able to just you know stay in his stay in his lane and just let the young man do his thing. So I think I I would go with Trevor Lawrence. I think Fields. He doesn't really – his O-line is still very suspect. Um, his receivers are okay. Um, so maybe there, but I, I forget what their new coach name is. I'm, I'm not really sure about that. And Zach Wilson, um, he's, he's, he's still – for me, he's still got a lot to learn. So, and I, I mean, just going to be patient with him. And he's a little bit smaller than both of those guys, too. I mean, both of those guys are almost six foot five. Yeah, I mean, Zach Wilson's about six two. So he's got his more has got to be about arm talent. So, but he does have a lot of receivers. They got to give him Ohio State and they signed Corey Davis last year. So, um, and they got two running backs. Yeah, so the one, yeah. They got Michael Carter last year and who did they, and they drafted somebody, they drafted that's, somebody that's, that's buzzing this year. Yeah. And on that note, I'm going to go with Zach Wilson. Okay. All right. Um, I think the Jets might be able to uh, start taking some steps in the right direction. They've added some good talent during this offseason, like you were talking about the running back. I'm, I'm hearing his name um, and that he's going to be turning heads this year. Uh, and having a good running game definitely helps any quarterback. Uh, obviously, their offensive line needs to be stout and their defense needs to be able to get people off the field. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think Zach Wilson is going to have the best step forward and the best season of those three guys. All right. Um, who has the better season with their new team, Ty Hill or Devontae Adams? Uh, wait a minute. Say that again. I was watching, looking at some on my phone. You said Ty Hill and who else? Devontae Adams. Ty Hill and Devontae Adams. Who has the better season with their new team? As Ty Hill has gone on to Miami and Devontae Adams is going to the Raiders. Uh, I think Devontae Adams, you know, he's back with his college teammate. I think that'll be a, you know, a little, a little bit of an easier transition with him, even though he hasn't played with him in you know, almost eight years. But I think it'll be easier. And Devontae uh, Adams can move all over the place. The only thing about it with Tyreek Hill is um, he likes to go deep. And I don't know if um, my man... Uh, to 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 whatever he has the arm strength. Can he get it down the field? I mean, I'm pretty sure he has the arm strength, but can he get it downfield and can it be accurate? That's the whole thing. Like maybe you can get it down the field, but it's got to be on point for Mm -hmm. Ty Hill. So uh, or they're going to be doing more underneath routes. So I don't know. So I would rather go with uh, Devontae Adams because I think he he can he can be in the slot. He can be on outside. X Y don't matter. He can be in motion. 
And I think him and Derek Carr will, uh, you know, they'll work out together. And they have other receivers that they have to cover too. So they're not, they're not going to be able to double um, Devontae Adams with Hunter Renfro and um, uh, Darren uh, Waller. Darren Waller and, <coughs> and Darren Waller was seeing the Lions share his double teams last year. Yeah, well, so they're not going to see that's going to free him up. And we all know that he's one of Derek yeah. Carr's favorite targets. Yeah, I think I think uh, Adams. I think Adams going to have a pretty good, you know, pretty good season barring any injuries or anything like that. Okay. Okay. Well, I have to agree. Um, I think Devontae Adams is definitely going to be in the better situation of the two. I don't think it's by far. I think Ty Hill is going to, you know, be able to make a good effect down there in Miami. But uh, I saw, I read that Justin Jefferson was quoted as saying, right now, Devontae Adams is the best receiver in the NFL. Yep, I was just reading that. Mm-hmm. And I would agree. And when you're the best receiver, you know, those those tools, that training, that, that mentality, it translates and, um, you know, he's going to be playing in, in a much better environment, um, you know, climate-wise in Vegas as opposed to Green Bay. Mm-hmm. That might lean itself to uh, a little better play from him. And like you said, he's being reunited with his college quarterback. So yep. uh, they have that familiarity uh, and that rapport. So, yeah, that's, that's what I'll go with as well. Uh, number four, whose situation do you like better, Devontae Smith or Jalen Waddle? Uh, I'll um, I'll go with Jalen Waddle because, like I said, he is playing with his college teammate, and he got him the ball last year, caught over a hundred passes. So uh, him and Tua were were really a nice combination. Now him, Tua, and and uh, Smith. I'm not Smith Hill. That's going to be a crazy combination if Tua, you know, can you know, um, um, you know, find out, you know, what 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 both of those guys can do. But that's going to be a horror for like cornerbacks because both of those guys are like four two four two forties and. And, and they're both under the age of 30. I mean, so they're both in their prime of their career. So yeah. uh, I would be very apprehensive to go against the Miami Dolphins if Tua can even, you know, get those guys the ball. So I'm going to say, uh, wow, the only thing about um, Devontae Smith is, um, is like I said, it's hurt. Hurst got it. He has to get better. He, Like I said, he was okay last year running the ball, but he's got to be more of a guy in the pocket and stuff like that. There's a lot of balls that he left out on the field for uh, Devontae Smith. And Devontae Smith was even, you know, I don't say lucky, but he caught over 60 passes and over 900 yards, but he could have easily had over 1,000 yards. But uh, 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 Hurts missed, missed, missed him a couple times and stuff like that. Yeah. So um, I, I need uh, I need Hurts to be a little bit more better and be able to throw that ball, uh, you know, into the, you know, sometimes the coverage is going to be tight, but sometimes you just got to trust in your receiver to get it. Because any time a ball got near uh, Smith, he caught it. You know, I mean? He only had a few drops early in the season. But once they got tied the latter part of the season, he was mm-hmm. catching everything near him. So mm-hmm. uh, I think he'll be better. And this year, he's not going to have anybody over his head either because he got A.J. Smith, uh, A.J. Brown on the other side of him. Yeah. And also, um, what's my man's name? The, the tight end? Dallas Goddard. Dallas Goddard. The and, guy that you're not really behind. Yeah, not really. And uh, Quez Walker <laughs> is supposed to be a, you know, over-the-top guy. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So uh, I think he'll, he'll, he'll see his fair share of uh, mostly cover three. I don't think he'll see a whole lot of man, though. So I we'll see if he, what, we, what he can do. Well, I'm going to go with uh, the other side of the corner in this one and say Devontae Smith mm-hmm. uh, for a bunch of the reasons that you just mentioned. I think that Jalen Hurts is going to take a step forward. Uh, what I, from what I read about him and from what I hear about him, he's a winner. And um, he's a guy who uh, has grown on his team during this offseason. And, um, you know, I, just, I think he's going to take a step forward and, and uh, step up and not be the reason uh, that that holds the Eagles back this year. Uh, Devontae Smith is going into his second season. He's had a full off season, uh, you know, to work out, to, to work on plays, to work on route running and, and his footwork and everything like that. Plus the addition to A.J. Brown, I feel like it's going to benefit him as long as they both stay healthy um, because, you know, he'll uh, inevitably, inevitably be the number one guy 
and Smith will be the two. So uh, he'll see a little different coverages than he did last year, and it's it's just up to getting him the ball in the right positions. Mm-hmm. All right, for my last question, I read Markeith Morris has a desire to come to Philly, to the Sixers. Would you rather have him over P.J. Tucker? No, no, P.J. T- PJ Tucker is better than, than, than him right now. Mm. Markeith, I mean, Markeith is good, but, you know, of course his brother is better. But, um, and this he's younger. I think he's only 32 or 33, but... PJ Tucker, uh, even even I can admit that PJ Tucker is better than him right now. You know, Mark, Mark, and I'm not just saying Marquis Moore was a bum. He kind of he has like these spells where he'll play well and he'll disappear, and then you can't even play him anymore. So you got to put him on the bench, yeah. and then you got to put yeah he's 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 not as consistent as even though he looks just like his brother, he's not as consistent as his brother. Now he and his, the, of course this one has the ring. He got it with Lakers a couple years ago, yeah. but uh, PJ Tucker is a little bit more of an active player, and uh, like I said. I, P.J. Tucker should be good this year, but it's just a continuing after this. But like I said, yeah. if he gets hurt this year, this, it's going to affect him. You know what I mean? Because yeah. he'll be thirty; he'll be going into thirty-eight when next when um in what May or something like that. So he's, mm-hmm. he's an older guy. So I don't. Uh, I would. I would definitely go with P.J. Tucker for the now, right now. Markeith is a he, he's a good player, but he's not he's not what P.J. Tucker is. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Well, Markeith Morris was smelling like hella no burn yeah. during last year's playoffs for the Miami Heat. He had a concussion last year, and then he missed like damn near two months. But I think it was because they just they just didn't play him. I don't think he yeah. was hurt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and also, I have a thing uh, about guys going back and playing in their hometowns. Uh, sometimes it works out, but more often than not, I, I feel like it's it ends up being a detriment. Um, so him coming back to Philly, being from North Philly, uh, I, I don't know how that's going to work for him. Uh, but yeah, I, I would I would take PJ Tucker over him at this point. So yeah, I don't, you know, PJ Tucker's a guy who kind of knows his role. Yeah, uh, he, he's a catch and shoot guy from that corner three. Uh, he plays good defense. He grabs rebounds. Um, you know, and that's that's kind of the extent of what you're going to get from him. Anything over that is 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 extra sauce. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, I don't really worry about the the coming back home to Philly. I'm I'm, I'm only concerned about the play and stuff like that. He's not. I got you. He's not some little. He's not a little kid. He's a like I say, grown man. He probably got children and stuff like that. So he knows what his job is. Been in the league for over a decade. So uh, I think if if he did come, he would know what to do and stuff like that. So um, you know, if he was like 24, 25, you'd be like, I don't know, but. He's season is early, like I said, early thirties. He should be okay if he comes. But PJ Tucker is probably the better fit. Okay, so tell or the better, or, or the better answer, I just said. Tell what you got for your uh, your toss ups. Um, I got a couple of them. Let's see where we gonna go. Which one's the first one gonna be? So my phone can uh go to where I'm supposed to go. Uh, all right, we'll just start with uh, well, we'll just start with um, a Philly a uh, 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 oh no, yeah, Philly question, yeah. So um. We got two guys on the back end of the Philly of the Sixers bench. So the, pretty much the team is pretty filled out with the other guys, you know, with the Niangs and uh, what's my man's name? Uh, Milton. They're going to play. We just talked about P.J. Tucker where he starts to come off the bench. I'm, maybe Matisse Thibault. I don't know. And uh, who else? Anthony Melton. Anthony Melton. And uh, also, um, 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 what's my man? House, who I think sucks. But um, Daniel House. Yeah. yeah. So who is – so who? which guard – if you had to choose between one guard, would you take Shake Milton or Isaiah Joe? Hmm. That's 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 the, that's a difficult one because I haven't seen a lot from Isaiah Joe. Yeah. Uh. So. Just but, you off, know, but you know what you get from Shake Milton. Yeah. Yeah. Just just off the strength of that. 
I feel like on that one, we can't really roll the dice, so I'd have to go with Shake Milton. Okay. Um, you know, like you said, you kind of know what you're getting from him. Mm-hmm. You would hope that he can still develop his game some, become a little more consistent when it comes to the jumper, uh, be a little more consistent when it comes to attacking the basket and, and distributing the ball, um, and just, you know, kind of play better into that role of, of coming off the bench and, and, yeah. and embracing that position. Uh, with Isaiah Joe, that's, like I said, a little more of a gamble, a little more of a roll of the dice because uh, we don't know what we're going to get from him yet. Now, he yeah. he is a couple years younger, I believe. I think they're about the same age, maybe like one or – it's not that much of age. Maybe different. like a year or two Maybe younger. a year or two younger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so, Isaiah Joe's a year or two younger than Shake. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he, he might have a little more room to develop, a little more room to grow, but you never know what that's going to blossom and turn into. So, you know, maybe it might – benefit him to, to be in a different situation with a different team. Yeah, uh, I, w- I would probably have to go with Joe. I can always find another Shake Milton. You know what I mean? I still want to see what Joe can do because when he does shoot, you know what I mean? It's, it's, you know what I mean? it's like, oh, okay, alright, cool. You know what I mean? So uh, I would probably go with Joe but um, like I said, I can always find a Shake Milton anywhere in the draft. I can always find me a, a combo two card in the second round <laughs> on bottom of the first. You know what I mean? Yeah. This Shake Milton's all over all, all over the um, all over the NBA. And they go around, and they go from team to team to team to team. After you know, so uh, I would probably go with uh, Isaiah Joe because I, I, he does have a, a set shot that I that I do like. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Uh, we'll get into uh, well. I will. I got one more NBA, and then we'll get to the NFL after that. How many more years do you think LeBron has of being elite, like truly elite, in the rest of, rest of his career? Just being, you know, that dude. I don't think he's the best player right now in the league, but, but he's, he's, but he's, he's a, still he's, playing he's at still elite playing level. He's still playing a high level, you know what I mean? And, um, you know, and they still he would be considered like a top five player right now, but how much longer do you think he can he can go? One more year, two more years? Can he do it into his 40s? Or is this the last year? Or or, or has he reached the ceiling? And it might initially you might see the crack. So how many more do you think? I can see. You don't, have, you don't have to with, be years. It can be with, months. With, with, with LeBron and yeah. the, the dedication that he brings to the game and the way he approaches the game um, and his load man- management strategy, mm-hmm. <laughs> being able to stay in that, that type of conversation for two, maybe three more years. Two, three more years? Okay. Yeah. So 30, he'll be 38 in December. The next year will be 39. So you think he can he could take it to his 40s? Possibly. Mm. At, 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 at least 40. Mm, so that's, that's that's why I said two, maybe three more years. Mm. Because when you have that type of uh, regiment, that type of dedication to your body and the physical aspect of the game, but also a good understanding of the mental aspect of the game okay. um, and the way that he's transitioned his game, like he's actually a pretty good three-point shooter now. Okay. So, um, you know, I, that that's that's what my, my opinion is, two to maybe three more years. Okay. Taylor thinks the transmission fluid is leaking. Mm. And uh he put a he put a he put you know he put a little white little uh with rag around it and tied it up. You know what I mean? Got it tight, you know what I mean? So it might be okay, but I think I think this might be the year where you might see a little bit of a, a, a you might see the fall off. En- en- engine slippage, you know what I mean? Mm. Go, going into the garage and stuff like that. I think this might be the year, you know what I mean? So right. uh, you know what I mean? Transmission fluid might be leaking uh oil, you know what I mean? Might be uh, you know, <laughs> get a little grainy up in the engine and stuff like that. <laughs> You know what I mean? So, uh, 
You know what I mean? You open up the door and the door is not closing all the way. I think I think I think the car is uh, you know, it's, it's on it's, it's on dying batteries. You know what I mean? Everybody everybody had that car and had it for years and then and after a while and you just you just you just upset. Like, damn, I had this joint for like eight years and I just need one more year and you just and it's just a wrap. The car said, Man, I can't take it no more, man. You gotta Mm-mm. put me out the pasture, man. We've all had those cars before. Facts. I think LeBron's that car. You know I mean? All right. No disrespect, you know what I mean? But I'm just talking about from what I see. I got you. Mm-hmm. All right, so we got uh, we'll go we'll go into the NFL. Yeah, I mean, season's coming up, and I think we talked about maybe two of these people before over the past uh, couple of uh, weeks. But uh, let's just say you got a complete NFL team, but you need like that one more receiving threat, and all four of these players I'm about to name are all completely injured. I mean, I mean, completely uh, in- injury free, and they're ready to go. Yeah, you know I mean, but you just want to get them. You just want to get them through the season. Yeah, you know I mean, whether you want them to play every game or you want to hold them out for a couple games, or maybe you know unveil them during the playoffs. So you got Odell Beckham, Antonio Brown, Julio Jones, or Rob Gronkowski. Which one? You can only pick one. Which one are you gonna put on your team to give you that extra? Mm, because you got your team is your team is set. Yeah. All you need is a, just one more a veteran guy. All these guys have, have you know either Hall of Famers or got Super Bowl rings. So which I one? Are you, you. Which one are you gonna pick? Because you know once they get on the field, they're dynamic. And like I said. Let's just say that all four of them are healthy, and uh, you know. But but after you sign them, whatever happens happens. If they get hurt, or if Antonio Brown blows a gasket and stuff like that, like all their traits come in after that. But once, yeah, but yeah. right now they're completely healthy and nothing's wrong. But whatever happens happens. Okay. Which one? Which four? Which one out of the four are you signing? Okay, Gronk mentally, I don't think is there anymore. Okay. So he's out. Okay. Julio Jones, I think is finished. Okay. Because he played with Tennessee last year, and as far as I'm concerned, he didn't do no numbers. Mm-hmm. And AB is is somewhere planning his next crazy move, so I, I don't want no parts of AB. Yeah, maybe doing music. Exactly. So it's got to be Odell Beckham. Now, right. with Odell Beckham, there is, like you said, a likelihood of injury. <laughs> He's torn ACL twice in the last two seasons. However, when he is available and he is on the field, he's explosive. When mm-hmm. when he gets the ball in his hands, that yak, um, you know that that uh, he still has good speed, so he has a threat to go by uh, a secondary. Um, I, I, I got to go with Odell Beckham you, on this. You know what I think Odell Beckham is? Who's he? What's he? He's a plugged tire mm. on 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 a turnpike. And one good bump, and it's a wrap. That's basically what he was last year. Yeah, I, I, I'm just being honest because I, with these knee injuries, man, and the way that that you have to push it in the NFL, yeah, it's never cut. the same. Yeah. Like that, like that in Super it, it take it take more than than this season. Like you literally really have to sit out mm-hmm. a whole entire year. If you want to join the hit, that's probably why you're on the second one. Yeah. You can't rush that, bro. Yeah, because this was what? This was a non contract. That was a non contract. And those non contracts, you always know what it is. If I'm not mistaken, he'll be 30 years old in October. So. But he's saying that he'll he'll be ready in like November or something like that. So so he says. So, but yeah. just like he said, he probably needs more rest. But because his career is you know is playing football, he can't afford to take a year off. Yeah. Because then when he comes back next year, he'll be thirty, going on thirty one. And then after that time, you'll see a bunch of receivers that are twenty two, twenty three coming. You want to put money on them as opposed to a thirty or thirty one year old yeah. who's and, had multiple ACL injuries. And then yeah. hold up. And then hold up. Let's not forget these guys live lifestyles. Yeah. 
that they got to play. Mm-hmm. That's why That's why I think he will play this year. But just like you said, he probably needs to take a year off. But he can't. NFL is more way different than NBA, where it's like a Jamal Murray. He can take a year off and they come. Or Kawhi Leonard, they can take because they got guaranteed money. Yeah. And the team ain't going to. The team is actually, they need them. So they can afford to take a year off. NFL players, you can't because you take one year off. They're not going to, you know what I mean? You're not guaranteed to get back in the league. Yeah. You can take a year off and that'll be it. <laughs> That's a fact. You're off, and you be like, you'll they be retired. Move on. Yeah, they move on and move, like I said, they move on to someone else, two, five, five six years younger, mm-hmm. and it's gonna be cheaper. And yeah, you know I mean, so I, uh, I think out of those three, I mean, out, out of those four, I'm sorry, uh, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm probably gonna have to take Gronk. But the thing is, with Gronk, I'm going to have to like uh, uh, manage him out. So maybe I play him in the first couple of games. Hold him out for like maybe in the middle, and then I, but I'm gonna need him in the play in the playoffs and stuff like that. That's kind of yeah. what Tampa Bay did because once he got like he never was like injured. They just said, oh, he's got like a heel injury, and they sat him out for three or four weeks because they know they didn't need him, and they plus they had depth at tight end. Yeah. So that's probably what I would do with Gronk. I wouldn't. I would just uh, you know um, uh, uh, steady, steady, steady pace him throughout the. Yeah, I don't need you for 17 games. I need you for about nine or ten, and then when the playoffs come, that's when I need you to to, to show you you know what. You know what I'm mm-hmm. I would probably go with Gronk. You know Okay. Yeah. Good call. Antonio Brown is—he's a psychopath. And Julio Jones, like <laughs> Julio Jones, is finished. He—he's the hamstring injuries are terrible. And that's been—it's almost three, four years of hamstring injuries. So I, I can't trust Julio. I know he's probably the youngest. I don't. No, he's thirty. I think he's thirty-one or thirty-two. You know what I mean? So, but like I said, I, I can't, I can't, I can't trust Julio. Not right now. As they say in the streets, Julio's a mop. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. All right, and here's the uh oh no, I got another one. Um who is the well, we just talked about Devontae Adams. Who's the better receiver? 29-year-old receiver going into their year, you know, they'll be 29 years old this year. Who would you rather have? Devontae Adams or Cooper Cup? Mm. Okay. Both got big extensions this past year, too. So they both paid. I gotta go with Cooper Cup. Mm. Cooper Cup is that dude, man. That route running, that catching ability, that catching radius. Um, he, he's a veteran. He's been doing it for uh, consistent seasons now, um, and and I got love for Devontae Smith. Don't don't Devontae you said Devontae, Oh, you said Devontae Adams. Devontae okay, Adams, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I the gotta, one we, we just talked about for Oakland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got I got to go Cooper Cups though. Okay. Because if Devontae Adams is number one in the league, Cooper Cup is right there. Yeah. Um. I, I mean, I, I like Devontae Adams a lot, man. I like I I, I like his nose to the end zone and stuff like that. It seems like once he catches the ball, he knows how to get into the end zone. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. And uh, Cooper Cup, he's cool. You could put him all over the place, but Devon, Devontae Smith and him kind of play a similar game and stuff Adams, like that. Devontae, Devontae Adams. Adams. Devontae yeah. Adams play similar games as Cooper Cup, being able to, you know, being in the slot, being on the outside, doesn't matter where they at. Um, they can always, you know, get open and, uh, and, and you know, and, and all. And both, both of them got really good hands. So I would probably go with uh, Devontae Adams. I would, that's probably who I would go to. No disrespect to Cup, but I would okay. like Ad- I like Adam just just slightly a bit more. I got you a little bit. Uh, like I said, they both about like I said, they both are like the same player, like about the same type of speed and everything like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and my last one, uh, just you could just uh, throw it out there. Just give me maybe three or four a potential MVP candidate um, other than the ones that we know. We know Patrick Mahomes. We know about um, even Brady and um, uh, what's my man? Aaron Rodgers who's won the last two. But give me three guys that we might not be, that we might not know. Three or four guys that you think can be in the MVP uh, conversation at the end of the year. 
In the NFL. In the okay. NFL, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're talking MVP. We're yeah. typically talking quarterback. Yeah. Um, not really talking wide receiver because that's that's rare that you see that happen. Yeah. Uh, so either really quarterback, running back. Um, hmm. Who's right there? Uh, if Josh Allen can okay. stay okay. consistent this year and build on his relationship with Stephon Diggs mm-hmm. and take that offense to the next level, I think he might be able to creep into the conversation. Okay, he was in the uh, he was he was in the conversation last year. Okay, <clears throat> plus he's really good. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, throwing he's, the ball, running the ball. He, he's a double a dual threat. Um, plus, he has a, a good head on his shoulders. He makes pretty good decisions. Yeah. So I, I, I'll put him in there. Okay. Um, running back. If Derrick Henry can uh, can can get back to to form, okay. get back to where he was a couple of seasons ago before he got hurt, mm-hmm. uh, it's possible he might be able to work his way in, just because of the sheer. Uh, audacity the way he runs the ball like okay. when he hits people with the stiff arms it, it's an instant highlight uh, so so the wild factor of Derrick Henry might be able to get him in there okay and um, I don't know man uh, third one if, if you can if, it, if, it, if it's just two that's fine you can just you can just give two that's fine you don't have to press if you don't want to uh yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna stick with you. I'm okay. gonna stick with you. All right then. Only people I had was uh, well, not only people. I have a couple, but I think Russell Wilson. Okay. He's got some really good talent. We're, we're uh, down up, in Denver. Up, up, up in Denver, yeah. yeah. And uh, really good receivers: Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy. Uh, see, they brought back Melvin Gordon a couple weeks ago, and they already got Javante Williams. Uh, the O line is pretty solid, so uh, I definitely think Russell Wilson can, can get up there. I think he's going to be able to do a little bit more than what he did out in Seattle and stuff like that. I think they're going to yeah. be going balls to the walls out there and um and and Denver, Denver, yeah. yeah. And then I'm gonna go to his uh team, not teammate, his counterpart in the division, Justin Herbert. Mm. I, okay. I, I like what he did last year. I remember a couple of the receivers got hurt, not hurt, they had COVID. And he still was throwing it to uh, a bunch of cats in Nikes. I don't know who these cats was. He was, he was, he was just completing the pass like it was nothing. You know I, mean? I like so Justin Herbert a lot. He's he, he's he's he can really really play the O line. They developed their O line over the past couple of years and developed it for him to where he doesn't really get touched. Austin Eckler is a really good receiving back out the backfield. Keenan Allen still down there. They signed back Mike. Uh, Williams, so um, I like I kind I kind of like what the what what San Diego's doing right. Now. They just missed it last year with the with the the debacle that last game last year with the the timing and the the field goal and all that crap that went through. Uh, but uh, I think they can actually make a make make he, he can make some noise this year throwing close to forty some odd touchdowns. And he can run too. He'll 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 run on you. he'll 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 get out that pocket and run on you too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. He, he's yeah. got wheels. Yeah, if he can split with like. Uh, with uh, uh, Chiefs, which he, I think he's done it maybe in the did he do his first season? I think I can't remember, but um, he and and then you know put up maybe 10, 12, 13 wins or something like that. Because that division is gonna be tough. You know what I mean? Like all four of those teams are really really good. That's yeah. that's gonna be the division everyone's gonna be watching. You got Denver, Vegas, yeah. Kansas City, and uh, mm-hmm. L.A. And L.A. Yeah, I mean so. Uh, and uh, you know Russell Wilson, he goes to the playoffs every year except uh, last year, and I, and he was hurt last year, so. 
You know what I mean? Russell Wilson, he don't if he's playing 15, 16 games, he's going to the playoffs. I think a couple of years ago he didn't, but I think that was I think he went like eight and eight or like nine and seven or something like that. So mm-hmm. yeah, those are those are the two I would watch out for. And uh who was a running back? He just escaped my mind. Uh I think he can get some MVPs. Uh oh, um uh um uh Jonathan Taylor, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Maybe That's Jonathan a good pick. Uh, up in Indiana, Indiana yeah. Indianapolis, yeah. Scored close to 20 touchdowns last uh, last year. Uh, Matt Ryan's a little bit better than um, than Carson, Carson Wentz. Wentz. Yeah, and uh, and I think those receivers, you know, after you know Michael Pittman, uh, and uh, I, I could have sworn they got a, they, they drafted another receiver. I think that offense is going to be a little bit more. But Matt Ryan could chuck that ball, and I think he had to get up out of Atlanta. I think it was time for him to go. Yeah, he's been down there long, his whole career. Yeah, yeah. So, so I think he needs to change the scenery. And I think, and I think he's got about two, maybe three more years left in to where he can. Um, but he can still put the ball up. He's he's ranked pretty high in a lot of uh, 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 stats, uh, passing. He's gonna definitely make the Hall of Fame. I mean, mm-hmm. I know it's crazy to say, but he will. If you look at a lot of his numbers, he's like fifth, sixth, seventh, and like completions and passing yards and all. He's up there in the top ten. Yeah, you know I mean, you don't think about it, but he's up there. So. Uh, I think he's gonna be able to do uh, do some things up in Indianapolis uh, this year. Like I said, that division not really that good, so it's pretty much theirs to win. So uh, no. yeah, but I would go with Jonathan Taylor. I think he can maybe put together a similar season that he did last year, and being you. the best running back uh, in the league last year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Solid. That's, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much all I had uh, for my question. Yeah. All right. Well, that's gonna do it for this week's expanded version of Toss Up. So moving out of that, we're going to get into Have You Seen, Have You Heard? Mm. So, Taylor, what you got for us this week? I don't get a break. Let's go. All right, we're going to go right into it to uh, uh, Have You Heard? R.I.P. to my man William Hart. You know who William Hart is? Uh, None of the top of my head. Wow. The lead singer of the Delphonics, man. Oh, yeah, Phonics, yeah, yeah. Man. that's right. I did see that. Philly's I did see own, that. man. Oh, R.I.P., man. Play a hate. I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, just don't get me started with the Delphonics, man. Mm. Like, I mean, just the classic singer. Yeah, you know I mean, a lot of people y'all don't even know. Some a lot of people are still alive. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah. but salute to uh, uh, William Hart from the Delphonics, Philly's own, of course. Yeah, you know I mean, uh, of the, the Delphonics. We are gonna put some respect on uh, William Hart. You know yes, I mean? sir. Yeah, you know I mean, I know y'all salute, salute, rest in power. Yeah, you know I mean, y'all like to do R.I.P. The people who get shot up and stuff like that. I like the R.I.P. People who have been in the world for decades and have made beautiful songs that these Negroes can sing. So we're gonna put some respect on William Hart. Okay. Delphonics, he passed away, man. Absolutely. I think he was either either 74 or 77. All right. All right. And uh, all right, so I'm gonna go on. uh, Taylor's always on YouTube, and uh, there's certain people that I watch stuff like that. But there's a there's a there's a I'll just say a particular gentleman that I. I don't. I want to say. Uh, uh, I don't want. Well, let, just let me just start it off like this. He was in the Dominican Republic making a lot of videos and stuff like that in the Dominican Republic, doing all types of hood vlogs and stuff like that. People, you might you heard about the people doing hood vlogs. They go yeah. into the hood and yeah. and show people with guns and all that stuff. So he was in the Dominican Republic down there, and so a lot of people down there were looking at him. They were like, I don't know, something wrong with this kid. But they just kind of left him alone. But then he started to beef with some of the people that lived in the Dominican Republic, and then maybe. Maybe, maybe a couple months after he was there, the U.S. Marshal came down there and arrested this man. Mm. Now, if the U.S. Marshal is coming down to the Dominican Republic to arrest somebody, that means you did something wrong. Well, come to find out that this man was, uh, I'll just say he was with somebody younger than him, and it was a boy. 
Oh. A young boy. Oh. So they brought his, you know, his 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 behind back up to America. So you thinking, all right, his YouTube career is over. He's been exposed. Oh no 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 no. My man was back doing hood blog. Mother, this guy must have about eight to nine uh, 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 YouTube channels and started another one in Atlanta doing hood vlogs in Atlanta. Mm. And then what? What you think happened again? He got exposed again. With another youngin. <laughs> I think for like now I don't, I don't know for the same youngin, but it was like something to where. Flesh. Flush him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flush yeah. this dude. Yeah. So then Peace he's out. He's out of Atlanta. Okay. So where do you think he goes to next? Somewhere else down south. Oh no 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 no! He comes all the way up to the great state of New York, and this is where this is Ooh. where this ends at. New York, so New York's gonna have to hold this L. He's up in New York doing hood vlogs <laughs> with those guys doing drill rap. Don't oh, you know this no. Negro had to had the nerve to be in the video with the the guy who I talked about last month, who I just don't I don't Mano. He's in a video with Mano, oh, hugged up with no. him, doing handshakes and oh, no. So he's in, so he's doing hood behind the scenes with Mano. And uh, and uh, you know China Mac. You know? Oh no! They they find out who he Damn. is, and and now they're in bad. Yo, you can't come to New York no more. I said, why are y'all just letting people just run? Just people y'all, y'all don't know. Y- y'all, what are y'all doing? Why are just letting just random? And he's, he's a, and I'm not gonna say his name because, like I said, he's he's got some disgusting charges. Yeah, don't yeah. give him no Terrible. shine. No shine. Terrible. I'm, I'm t- and I and I ain't talking about a 17 or 15 or like he's claiming this. This the person that I'll just say he that he was allegedly with. I'll just say single digits. I'm just all I'm about. This, oh this, this man is is, is, a, is a sicko. And when you look Ugh. at him, you look, you just go, oh, no. You know what I mean? But I think his parents got a whole lot of money. So this is how he's able to afford his quote-unquote lifestyle to go all to all these places. And maybe he maybe copped the plea with the uh, – with. They, they got his whole information on, on the internet. I'm not going to yeah. say his name, but – he literally got his way up to uh, the lobby boys, and, and, and this is why Taylor always looks at people and kind of like, I, I, I don't know, y'all always claiming that y'all quote unquote gangsters, but y'all just letting anybody in. He was literally like watching them, you know, behind the scenes of their latest video. I think it's out right now, yeah. but he's behind the scenes and he's up with China Mac and I try. Oh, you can't come to New York no more. But he's in all these videos with all these kids posting guns, and this this kid's not gangster. Why yeah, does everybody yeah. want to be gangster for? Him? Why? Oh, man. Uh, so everybody's a tough guy, guys. So no, there's no more squares no more. Everybody's just tough. Everybody is is going to is going to shoot you now. Like I don't understand what's going on right now. So I saw that, and I just I, that just made me just like it, it, it was it was real weird when I saw it. Just real weird how he was able to come up. Yeah. <laughs> into the state of New York. New York, New York got to hold the L, man. That, that, y'all just let him. Y'all just he's all these and the videos are still on. On YouTube. on YouTube right now. Yo, just, just, just letting him yeah, run free. China Max, yo, you got to take my video off. No, sir. You up in the video hugged up with this guy doing <laughs> oh, doing soul, soul Brother handshakes and all that stuff, man. And now, now you got what you got. So mm. always watch who you're around and stuff yeah, like that, man. You got to do retail on the people. You just, hey, man, before you do that YouTube video, let me, we're going to do some research. You come back tomorrow, you know what I mean? But we're going to do some research. Y'all just so thirsty to be on camera, man. That's got, weird, got, man. Got, got to do your recon on these cats, yeah, man. man. Got to know where they was before they got to you. This man has been exposed, man. Like four, like at least three or four times, man. Lord. All kinds of stuff, man. Just a, a a freak, a freak bull, man. Like I said, I'm not gonna say his name. You know what I mean, but it's it's just crazy how how things like this happen, and it still happens to this day. And we have all types of social media and everything. You can do research on people in like ten seconds, and he's up there uh, hugged up with, with with Mano and Jim. Jim well, I don't think he, I don't think Jim Jones in the video, but he was definitely straight, hooked. Straight he, pedophile. Yeah, but he was up there with uh, with Mano and you know taking pictures of the shoes. Hey man, what's going on? Hey man, how you doing? And just all that Joe stuff. I, I, Jeez, it's, it's sad, man. Uh-huh. And that was it. I only had a, a couple, just just those two that, that have you seen, have you retailers always on YouTube, just examining stuff 
We're suburban behind. I stay yeah. in the suburbs, man. But y'all <laughs> from the streets. And y'all look, y'all, y'all, y'all hold, listen, we were in the suburb. We didn't let people in the suburb. And we were in the suburb. We didn't, we, we, we always did question people. Well, where were yeah. you from? <laughs> what, what, what you doing right who, 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 who do you know? Who you related to? Oh, okay, all right. Who, you, who's your friends? Who's you, your family? You got a bicycle? Yeah, I mean, we, we, we was always questioning people. You know I and mean? we in the suburbs. <laughs> Living good, eating fried chicken and all that stuff, man. Going to the park and going to the gym, yeah. playing basketball. We wouldn't letting people come up in the suburbs like that. Bre- but breathing you, that fresh air. But you, quote unquote, hood so just letting anybody just run down on you. Okay, all right then. Mm. All right. Well, getting out of that, we're going to move into big deal, no big deal. And number one, it's uh, been pretty big news all weekend, but Kodak Black was arrested <laughs> on drug charges in Florida. And this comes after being pardoned by Trump just before getting out of office. <laughs> big deal, no big deal. That's no deal, man. He's, 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 he's a <laughs> man. That's what he is. Not an A, an ER. I'm sorry. He's a, he, he, something's just wrong with him. I don't know what it is. I mean, I know he's a young man, but, like, dude, you got... Basically, uh, taken out of jail by the uh, by, by by 45 Savage, and now and now you are acting like a savage. I need you to relax. Every week he's in the news, man. I need you to chill, man. Hey, man, but, but but it's no deal to me, man. He's always into something, always. You know what I mean? Uh, it, it looks like he's gonna chill, yeah, and it what, is no deal. What what happened to? Giving the, the stash to your goons. Exactly. And, and That's take- what I'm thinking when they said that he got pulled over with all these octaves on. Like, like you supposed to have somebody to do that like, for yo, you. Why, why are you supposed to have your goons? I'm not with trying you? to like, give up all the game, but I'm going to take you- care of you. But you going to have to hold the this. face. You're making millions off a record. Well, he is Haitian, so. Come on, man. You got to move smarter. What they got to do with anything? Uh, let's just say they don't. They, I just say they, they think with the wrong part of the brain. I'll just say that. Yes, Taylor's stereotyping. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> I'm stereotyping. Well, you know what? He must be institutionalized because he didn't been and out, been in and out at least a handful of times, at least a half dozen times at this point. Uh, between long stints and shorter stints, he'd been on house arrest and got put back for having some. I think he had some guns or some drugs in the background of one of his IG live videos. It's always guns and with drugs. The, with the baby moving around. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's that's no deal. That's no mm, deal. Mm, mm, mm. And I don't want to hear nobody out here talking about free Kodak Black because that's dumb. Yeah, please don't say that. I think he got exposed for trying to. Uh, I think he wanted to do a feature with Lotto, and he was trying to smash. Mm, oh, that was him. Yeah, and she exposed. Yeah, because everybody she, from the it wasn't me. It wasn't me. He didn't. He was the only one that said it wasn't him. So. She she was talking about somebody was trying to drag their nuts for a feature, and I guess uh, I guess Kodak. Yeah, that that's that guy. All right. Well, number two. Ryan Garcia put the pause on Javier Fortuna last night yeah, last and night. called out Javante Davis. Big deal, no big deal. Yeah, it's a big deal, man. Well, it's going to be a big deal money-wise because both of them are on different type of platform. He's on the zone, and uh, Devon, uh, Javante is on um, uh, Showtime. You know what I mean? So they're going to have to some kind of way come together and try to fight somewhere on some channel, something like that. So that's going to be a big deal within the money and stuff like that, too. But I think it's a big deal in boxing to these two. They should be able to, uh, to well, I don't know if they say should be able to, but they are two of the better fighters at uh, 140 pounds, I want to say. That's what yeah. they are, yeah. So yeah. Uh, it's a big deal to me. I would like to see that fight. Yeah, Ryan Garcia is on the, uh, not on the come up, but he's been a really good boxer for a while, and everybody knows about uh, Tank Davis. So uh, that's a big deal to me and boxing-wise to me, yeah. I would definitely like to see that. I agree. I agree. I was reading something earlier about uh, Ryan Garcia uh, talking about him, Javante Davis, uh, Tiafimo Lopez, and it's a fourth guy whose name I'm forgetting right now, but they're putting them in 
a discussion as being a possible um, reemergence of uh, what they used to refer to as the Four Kings, yeah. which was Roberto Duran, uh, Marvin Hagler, Tommy Hearns, and Sugar, Sugar Ray Leonard, yeah. just because of uh, the, the stranglehold they had on that um, weight class during that period of time when they were all boxing. Yep. Um, so they're saying that these four guys can be that modern day. So I think that's definitely a big deal for the for the sport. Um, we all know what Javante Davis's pedigree is, and uh, you know he just knocked somebody out a couple months ago. So um, I, I would love to see somebody that that can get in there and they they can they can get it in and, and give us a good show. Yeah, we'll see. I think, like I said, the two promotion, the two uh, companies going to have to work it out. But um, uh, they 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 should be able to. Well, I'm saying I keep saying should. <laughs> they need to be. They need to be locking it up within the next year or so. Yeah, got to be. All right. So number three. Lloyd Banks dropped a new album Friday called The Course of the Inevitable 2. Yeah. Big deal, no big deal. Uh, I get, I'm going to say no deal. I haven't, listened, I haven't listened to it all the way through, but not not saying no deal like Lloyd Banks is no deal. I I like Lloyd Banks, um, but I, I just haven't listened to it yet. Now, if I heard it, I'd have been like, yo, it's a big deal, but I haven't listened to it all the way and I have not sat down and listened to it all the way through. I want okay. to like a scattered uh, amount of song. But if you have to just like four days from now, I would say maybe it's a big deal. But since I have not listened to it yet, I'm going to say no deal. Okay. I haven't, I haven't heard anything yet, but I'm pretty sure it's good. And I've always did like a Lloyd Banks flow. And, you know, I mean, he's, he's always been a dope rapper, and I like how he's kind of doing things on his own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it just came out Friday, so, yeah. you know, it's only a couple of days old. But I have listened to the whole thing a few times. I had it on rotation yesterday and on my way to the studio today. And I'll say it's a big deal. I give Lloyd that. You know what I'm saying? He he did his thing. He put in his work. He's got some good features on here. He's got one with uh, Conway the Machine. He's mm-hmm. got Benny Busher. He's got a, a dope joint with Jada Kiss. Yep. Um, and I think the hardest joint on the album uh, is a track called uh, Dead Roses. Okay. It's uh, later in the album. Uh, and he has Tony Ayo on this joint. Yep. I saw Tony Ayo. I saw Davies. Yeah, Davies and Vado. Then I frowned when I saw Vado. I said, oh, God. <laughs> He's trash. Uh, but, yeah, yeah. Shout out to uh, Lloyd Banks putting out a new project. And, uh, you know, I hope it's well received and, and people show you some love for that. Because uh, he, he's been kind of um, off the scene as far as uh, albums and mainstream music for a while, other than something he dropped, I think it was last year or two years ago. Last year, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's, he's been doing the mixtape thing for a while. but yeah. I think he, been, uh, he got a family and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah. Like I, I read an interview with him the other day. He was talking about how he took a break from music because he had a daughter and he wanted to dedicate his time to that. And then he had a son. Uh, so he wanted to make sure, you know, his imprint was on his kids and on yeah. his family. And, uh, you know, all that was well established before he got back into the music. Because you can always get back to the music. Mm-hmm. Uh, your fans ain't never going to go nowhere. Uh, it's not a lot of people in the music business that got that same Lloyd Banks sound and feel uh, at this point. All right. So getting out of big deal, no big deal. We're going to move into Know Me in 90. And uh, this week is going to be uh, Taylor asking me questions because last week it was the uh, last time it was the other way around. Uh, so let E get the, the timer up and we'll get to it. All right. Away we go. All right. Right about now. All right. So uh, me and you grew up on um, boxing and, and, and wrestling. So pick one. Which one would you would you rather? Which, 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 which one is better for you, boxing or wrestling? As a child, it was absolutely wrestling, just because wrestling was a little more entertaining to me. You had the, the shows and the, the talking and stuff like that. But nowadays, being grown, I don't watch wrestling anymore, so it's boxing. Okay, ten times you. out of ten. All right. All right. Let's just say if the Eagles go 12-5 and five this year 
And, uh, you know, they go to the playoff, win the division, everything. Who do you think is going to be the MVP of the team defensively? Not offensively, defensively. Who would be the quote-unquote MVP or the best player on that defense? On the defense, um, I'm going to have to go with a new addition. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to go with that uh, that new D-tackle they just got from Georgia. Jordan Davis. Jordan Davis. Okay. All right, then. I I was thinking about N'Kobe Dean. But I'm, I'm gonna go with Jordan Davis. He's healthy. Um, he's he's gonna be a, a great addition to. Uh, he's gonna be the MVP of the defense this year. The best player on defense. Yes, sir. Okay. All right then. All right then. We're gonna keep it on defense. Who is the best de- defensive player you ever watched? Aaron Donald or Ed Reed? Mm. Um. I'm gonna have to go with Aaron Donald. Okay. Ed Reed was was absolutely a top uh, secondary player. Top safety in NFL history. Uh, he was great. He covered. He did everything. You know, he was asked to him. But uh, Aaron Donald, just he, he's a force. I got you. He's okay. different. All right, then. Uh, I'll throw this one last one at you because I went a little long in the beginning. All right, one night only. You got to go to one show. Uh, Dave Chappelle or Bernie Mac? You, they both on the same Ooh. night. You can only go to one. Which one are you going to? Oh, man, why you going to do that? Because this is what the show is, entails. Of. Oh, my yeah, God. You got to make a decision. That's deep. Yeah. All right. Um, you got your outfit out and everything. Now, is this Bernie Mac came back from the dead or Bernie Mac I'm never died? I'm talking about Bernie Mac as, as as the man that we know him. Just like, this is maybe, let's just say it was 2007 or something like that. Okay. That, when they're both alive. I'm going Bernie Mac. I'm okay. sorry. All right. I'm sorry. And Dave Chappelle is my capital G U Y guy as far as stand up comedy goes. Okay. But, Bernie Mac, he'll he'll have you crying and in tears just all night. I got you. And I've never seen him live. I've never seen either live, but I'd have to go with Bernie Mac. All right. All right. <clears throat> That'll do it for No Man 90 this week. So we're going to move into the common sense space. And our common sense space topic for this week is, could you date a woman as a man uh, who makes more money than you? Uh, a lot of dudes uh, find themselves, well, not a lot of dudes, but a good amount of dudes find themselves in positions where uh, they have a, a female who uh, makes more money than them, whether it's just a couple dollars an hour or it's a couple thousand dollars a year. Um, you know, there's guys out here that, that have women that make millions and they just kind of stay behind the scenes in the cut and, and do what they do, so play their position. So uh, that is the question that I'm bringing forth to everybody this week. Salute, salute to that uh, Kenneth Petty. Oh, Kenneth Petty. <laughs> All right. Well, my response to this question is when it comes to the females and who I deal with as far as dating and stuff, um, I'm of the belief that you're not necessarily going to get everything you want, everything you need. So it's three particular things that I kind of look for um, when, I'm, when I'm dealing with a female. And it's three S's. I need her to be sweet, smart, and secure. If she's some variation of those three things at a minimum, then, then then we can move forward. So if this woman that I'm dealing with who makes more money than me falls into that category, then, you know, we could definitely go. We could definitely do it. Um, and I wouldn't have a problem with it at all because I know that, you know, um, she wouldn't be somebody that's holding things over my head, somebody that's talking down to me, somebody that's, you know, acting reckless uh, just off the strength that, you know, she makes more money than me. 
Um, I would not be threatened by her making more money than me. I would salute, praise, and support her and push her to do better and better, as I would hope she would do for me. Um, and also, I'm of the belief that where I am right now is not necessarily where I'm going to be. I can always get better. I can always improve my station in life and the amount of money that I'm making. So even if I'm dealing with a woman that's making more money than me, maybe I can catch up. So that is my opinion on that particular topic and question. Um, okay. And I will pass it over to Taylor so he can tell y'all what he thinks. Oh, it sounds beautiful. It sounds great. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. It sounds uh-huh. great. But sounds the, here's good. the thing what it is with men. And, well, I only, I'll just say males. First of all, most of the males out here aren't men. You know what I mean? So if you're a man and you can, and, and you can you know, uh, be, be a man in, in the situation with a woman who makes more and she trusts you and stuff like that, yeah, sure. But if you're a male or just a little boy and stuff like that and she's got more money than you, it's not going to work for you. you know no. I mean? So you got to be secure in, you, in, in, your, in yourself. Um, in yourself. And uh, you got to realize that that she makes that money. She, I'm, I'm going to say nine times that she might throw it in your face. You know what I mean? Not literally, but she's going to be like, yo, I mean, I, 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 I'm, I'm the breadwinner in this house. And so you're going to have to take some of them, some, some of them bumps and bruises to the head. You know what I mean? So all, all I'm saying, everybody keeps, oh, yeah, I would love to do that. Yeah, All right, then. It's, it sounds good. You know what I mean? But um, at, at the end of the day, would I be able to deal with it? Yes. But the thing is with me, I can always... um um. I've always had I've had a job since I was like 16 years old, so I'm always a hustler. So I'm always going to have uh, my own cash and stuff like that. So yeah. a lot of these a lot of these guys, if they get a girl like that, they're gonna be sitting on their not doing nothing. Gonna be running to her like baby girl. Can I get a thousand dollars to go shopping? And then what's gonna happen is you're gonna get ran about that house, and then she's gonna get somebody else. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it sounds good. It's like when after the question, oh yeah, yeah, I'll, of course would, but you still gotta put the work in. Like you're not done, sir. You gotta really like that's, if, you, that's, if, that's, if, if you have children, you gotta be there for them kids just and then maybe she might not be there she might be uh, out on the town and stuff like that or, or out, of, uh, out of state stuff like that and other men are gonna be looking at her too dang man dang i, I, I would definitely be the stepdad of her kids so like i said it takes a real man's man to be with the woman that makes a, a whole lot of cash i'm telling yeah, you right that's, there that's it's, the not thing. For, like you, it's not you, for every joe blow out here you, you gotta be thorough yeah you gotta be, i'm saying you, you gotta, gotta recognize that where you are is not the only place that I'm saying you're going to be for the rest of your life making, you know, 16, 17, 18 dollars an hour. You can get better. You can, you know what I'm saying, step up and and improve your situation. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, it, it's, it's not going to be easy. And uh, and once you're in that situation, you, you got to know whose role is what and stuff like that. Yeah. Like she may she may come home and be like, oh, no, you the man. But when I'm out in these streets, I'm, I'm the main woman and stuff like that. But when she comes home, you're the man out. All right, then that's cool. But you got to maintain that. You got to keep proving yourself. So, I mean, because you yeah. got to make it seem like all right, well, this this man is taking care of me. I know when I go out with him or I know when I come home or I know when um he's always going to have my back and I'm always going to have his. So it sounds good. It sounds great and stuff like that. But every man can't do it. Every, yeah, I mean, you, a lot you of these men can't do it. something to the table. And like and, you and, were saying, a lot of these out here ain't bringing nothing to the table. Yeah. Uh-huh. But, I, but, but uh, I'll even say the, the, maybe the, the man of the man. He might not be able to do He might be like, no, nah, I got to have my own stuff. You know what I mean? So I'll go to the other way. If a man is, he's like, no, nah, I don't want to deal with a chick that make more money than me. Like, I know guys like that, too. Like, no, you got to be, you can make your money, but I'm going to be the breadwinner. So I'll even salute to those guys too. You know what I mean? So it works both ways, but it sounds easy, but it, it's, it's really not. It's no, when, you're on a, when you're on the outside looking in, oh yeah, fool. but when you're in that relationship, it's going to be a lot of tug and pull and stuff like that too. And wow. that's exactly You know, you why know how I'm, most women are. And that's exactly why I added in those caveats uh-huh. of, uh-huh. you know, personality and how she has to be 
in her mental outside of just the fact that she's that's, making that's, that much that's, money. That sounds right. good. I, I, I'm about to I'm about to clear up Michael's delusionals and and oh, and, and, and all of the delusionals Aye. for people. And, and I'm about I'm about to break it down so it could be forever broke. This is what it is, man. She can have more money than you, but it ain't about her money. If you have the ability to take care of yourself no matter what and replace her, mm-hmm. no matter what she got, and she know that she can be replaced, yep. you winning. But if you don't have the ability to take care of yourself and say, you know, F you, if it go bad, mm-hmm. or she gets smart and, and she don't want to stay in her place, yep. not, not trying to be sexist, but if she don't want to play her role as a woman, mm-hmm your woman, then if you don't have the ability to take care of yourself and bounce whenever you feel like it, then, bro, you might be stuck in a little situation where she can she's she going to say what she wants. Yep. But, that's, a, that's a whole fact. But she can have all the money. Yep. You can be replaced. Yep. And that's just what it is. That's how you break that down, brother. And I'm mm-hmm. telling you the truth. I ain't going to tell you nothing wrong, man. But as long as you can take care of yourself, and she, and she has an idea like, even though I got all this, mm-hmm. he, he he prone to go get some ass. Yeah. So she want to stay on her P's and Q's. If she want to play that, I, I'm independent. And a lot of those, you know, it is what it is. If that's how you feel. But I'm just telling you what it is. Mm-hmm. You better be able to take care of yourself when you step into that. Yep. Because she always going to look at you as a little boy. You can, you can be like, oh, she's sweet and she's this and she's... Bro, I'm telling you right now what it is. And we talking about a black woman, a sister too. You better you better be able to step off, even if she make a couple more dollars than you, you better be able to step and replace. She can be Caucasian too. Well, I d I don't see how that broke up what I said. I didn't say nothing about depending on nobody. No, not, no, no, no. But I'm uh-huh. I'm just telling you, not I'm just saying if you dating a woman that makes more money than you, you better be able to damn well take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. You yep. better be in a position where you can bounce whenever you feel like it and be hot enough to know that, yo, I, the next chick is, is, is somebody out there waiting for me yep. if you get out of line. You kind of got to keep her on her P's and Q's while, exactly. while, she, while she got her money I, I, in her I, I, I didn't say anything outside got, of that. I'll even say this. If she's sweet and got the good head and yeah, all that stuff, yeah, I'm, I'm just telling you. I don't you, care about that. Most men yeah. don't even care about women's money to even to be. They don't even care yep. about that. They yep. just, it's a it's it's a it's a whole different level. Like I said, like on the on the outside on the face. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's there's levels to it, man. It's just not it's not that easy. To just be oh yeah, I'm just gonna be sitting in the house waiting for her to come in. No, it's not like that. She but, gonna look she gonna look at you like you crazy. For the gentlemen out there, just remember this. Women choose who they want to bang. Yep. We choose who we want to marry. Exactly. That's just right. what it is. They choose who they want to, you know, pardon my French, they choose who they want to, and we choose who we want to really be with and be yep. married to. Mm-hmm. So men got a whole different way of looking at relationships, whereas women, they're looking at you know who who's going. To, can this person protect me? Can I? Yeah, I mean, but once they realize that you're like, uh, uh, maybe you might be a good guy, but they might be like, you know what, this guy, I mean, he, he I can flee him. I, I can be, I can be, dis- yep. or I can disrespect him in front of his mama or something like mm-hmm. that. You know I mean? Once they got you in that hole, yeah, then they're gonna now do that's, it. That's a bad space. You know what I mean, that that definitely gonna do that, and and then, yeah. and, they, and they will hold that money over your head. You ain't going nowhere. 
Where you going without me? And that's 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 what I said about a brother being thorough. Like you gotta be able to, you know what I'm saying, stand okay. up for yourself if things go left and get out of pocket. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You gotta be okay. able to, like okay. you said, take care of yourself. You yeah. gotta understand that you can be better than what you are right now, what you bring to the table right now. You know what I'm saying? Improving your situation so that you bring it close to, if not more than what she's bringing. Yeah. And, and salute to the brothers. Uh, I, I'll just say the pimps out here that don't, that don't let the females uh, know too Lester much. Lester Diamond. Yeah, don't let too, don't let them too much. Don't, don't shout out the Lester Diamond. They don't let them know too much about them. They keep a little mystery to themselves. And salute to them brothers. You know what I mean? Because women like to cut you down when they know stuff about you. Yeah, they'll bring that's, it. They'll bring it up. They'll, they'll bring, bring it up, up to you six months later. Yeah, exactly. Said, said so. Salute to the brothers that's always keeping stuff tight to the vet. Don't don't let them know everything. Just let them know what, what my, my man Bill Bill Bellamy said. Just give them just enough. Don't 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 be give them too little. Don't give them too much. Just give them just enough. Don't be out here pillow talking and don't yeah. be out here telling these chicks everything about your friends, man. I'm, I'm saying this, you know what I mean? But, but, like, pe- but people don't listen, you know what I mean? But I'm just saying, just keep stuff tight to the vet. You don't have to tell everything. Out here telling your chick everything about your friend and now she looking at your man sideways like that. That's something that should be between and, you and, and your homie. And then soon she gonna be looking at you sideways. Yeah, like, like why you, you hanging with you this hanging with him. Yeah, yeah exactly. He's loving me and he out there. What y'all doing together? Yeah, yeah, yeah baby. When I saw Titanic, I cried. Eight months later, you crying uh, <laughs> low light bo- bozo he was crying Damn, Titanic I, I was I was I was being honest with you it's you Negroes who do that stuff all the time all that they'll bring it back up I'm telling mm. you man I'm te- like I say when I'm talking about being thorough being being a man that's what I'm talking about I'm talking yeah. about you gotta you gotta stand on your square man you, you, know, you, gotta, man. you gotta be who you are you know what I mean because if you not you know what I mean it ain't gonna work out and she will she will get you up out of there you know what I mean but you gotta make it seem yo I'm the man you know what I mean yeah you make more money than me but uh, mm. uh, uh um, but you know I'm the man you know what I mean yeah, yeah. I mean I know somebody I knew my whole life that that's what he was. You know what I mean? But he was always the man of the house, man. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? And it worked out, worked out beautifully. So I'm, 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 I'm just saying, you know what I mean? It sounds good. You know what I mean? But, oh yeah, I would do it. But you know what I mean? A lot of people, I don't think a lot of people are, are built for that. I just, I'm, they just, they just not. Right. So man, that's, that's all, you know? Well, yesterday <clears throat> marked the 55th birthday of actor, comedian, writer, and producer, Will Ferrell. Ah. So to today we salute him, and in honor of another year around the sun uh, for fam, we bring you our top five Will Ferrell movies. Yeah. All right. So at number five on my list, he was only in the movie for a short period of time, but he was mentioned a few times, and that's Wedding Crashers. Oh yeah, you brought it up before. Yeah. Chaz Reinhold. <laughs> Roger. <laughs> Roger. The man who uh, invented the, the crashing rules <laughs> and passed, well, I don't know if he invented them, but he passed them down to uh, to Vince Vaughn's character. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we actually saw him at the end of the movie. He was living uh, at his mom's crib in the basement. <laughs> meatloaf! Mom! Meatloaf! I need it now! <laughs> My man had graduated from crashing weddings to crashing funerals. Funerals. <laughs> so disrespectful. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, his, his his character was hilarious, man. And, Chaz, and when you saw it was him, it was just even even funnier. <laughs> so number four uh, is Daddy's Home, uh, and a, a movie he played uh, starting along with Mark Wahlberg. Uh, his name is Brad Whitaker, and uh, he pretty much played the square who uh, stepped into his female's life um, after she had went through problems with Mark Wahlberg's character, who was like the bad boy. Uh, she had a son and a daughter with Mark Wahlberg, so uh, Will Ferrell was stepping in to be the stepdad. And uh, during that movie, he was meeting Mark Wahlberg for the first time. 
Uh, so that joint was kind of funny. It had some funny moments. Uh, so number three. Marky Mark. Is uh, Starsky and Hutch. Mm. Another movie where he played a, a slightly smaller character. He wasn't, you know, the lead. Uh, but he played Big Earl. <laughs> in jail. <laughs> and he was locked up. And he had a thing for dragons. <laughs> 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 and, uh, yeah, he... he he was just all some reckless stuff. Man. That was funny when they went into a cell. He was on the phone. He was painting a picture of uh, was it Owen Wilson's face or something like that. That was it was Owen. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he peeped that. He's he painting Owen Wilson and on um, a dragon. And he's painting uh, what's his name? Was ben, ben Stiller? Ben Stiller. Yeah, 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 he's painting yeah. them both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was really like at the thing. He was into like uh, Owen Wilson, but then some kind of way he got. Yeah, but you can get into it too. Like, yeah. that was, <laughs> All right, so number two on the list, I got to go to one that he's absolutely known for, old school. Yeah. He played Frank Ricard, <laughs> a.k.a. Frank the Tank. Frank the Tank. A dude who was at a point in his life where he was trying to pretty much grow up, but he was having trouble letting go of things he was doing when he was younger. Uh, he married. He got married in the beginning of the movie, and he got divorced not long after that, <laughs> after <laughs> streaking through the town mm-hmm. by himself. <laughs> Getting super drunk at, at frat parties, and uh, but yeah, his, his role in that was, was funny. Blue, you're, you're my, my boy, boy Blue. Blue. <laughs> 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 oh, mercy. But yeah, that's that's gonna be my number two old school, and uh, I'm gonna finish it up with number one, another movie that he's known for, uh, and that's gonna be Anchorman. Mm. Play Ron Burgundy. I don't exactly know how to put this, but uh, I'm kind of a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> had the scene where they had the, the fight with the other news stations yes. <laughs> in the alley, and my man got got hit with a trident. Yes, he did. Nigga was riding by on horses on fire. Like <laughs> <laughs> that movie was insane. Joke <laughs> out of pocket. Sex Panther. <laughs> <laughs> smells like smells like Sasquatch. <laughs> I was like, you'd be so funny as hell. Man. Smells like a diaper with, with Indian food <laughs> with in Indian it. Food. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> this is a Ken Riff Mr. Oh, man. It's somehow I squeezed out one that I meant to put in there, but if Taylor doesn't say it, which I'm pretty sure he will, I'll throw it in the honorable mentions. Uh, but uh, that's, that's going to do it for my five. Taylor, what you got? Um, So, uh, I'm a... I mean, n- number five is uh, the, the first Austin Powers. He was Mustafa. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Evil burnt his up. My, yep. man, my man would not die. <laughs> Put him in a chair and push the button. <laughs> Please, someone help me. I'm slightly burned and I need some. Who, who, who are you? And then the boy just shot, shot him. him. <laughs> you shot me. I, I'm, I'm not dead yet. <laughs> you you really shot me. <laughs> and then, 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 then it just went silent for the whole movie. And then you heard the boy walk back and close the door. Okay, so we're going to, like, I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> I am slightly burned. Like, I'm yo, not dead yet. <laughs> I am not dead. Yo, that was funny, man. I'm sorry, man. That was like, that took me a while to realize that was even him, like, back in the day. That, yeah. I think the movie came out, like, in 96 or something like that. That was, like, some funny stuff. Like, even though the rest of the movie was, uh, was pretty funny, I thought that part itself was just funny. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, I always got to go with that first Austin Powers, man. That was that. That was like a funny scene right there. I, I could not not mention that. You know okay. I mean? 
number four, a lot of people are like, uh, either you really love this movie or you hate it, but I like Step Brothers. Step Brothers pretty good, man. <laughs> Step Brothers has some funny parts, man. It's, it's really stupid. But it was it's funny. It, it was dumb. It was dumb as hell, man. But it was funny though, man. Like you, you were laughing at two grown men acting like like eight or like ten year olds, man. Like they were outside fighting, putting pillows in the oven. <laughs> Put your nuts on my drums. <laughs> this sucks, camera. Like everything is just, just the, the way they were just, just screaming. I thought, I thought, I thought it was hilarious. Can man. we make bunk beds? <laughs> <laughs> yo, man, yeah, I, I, that movie. It, it was funny when I first saw. It, I was a little apprehensive. I was like, yo, man, because I, I kept hearing about it, and then I didn't watch it because I heard everybody. You know, any, when everybody being Joe on the movie, I'm, I'm kind of on on the standoff. But then I watched it myself. I said, oh, okay, I get it. It's pretty funny, man. Uh, yeah. Boat, boats and hoes, man. I mean, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> Prestige worldwide, like that movie is just, is just freaking ridiculous, man. But I, I, I did enjoy that movie. It's pretty good, you know yeah. I mean? Yeah. So Step okay. Brothers is a, is a, is, is pretty good. Uh, number three is a, a basketball movie, semi pro, semi pro. Yeah, a semi, semi pro, semi pro. I think it's semi pro, semi pro, whatever. Yeah, you know I mean, whatever, same thing. I like the cameos Jack, in the movie. Jackie Moon. Stuff. Yeah, Jackie, Jackie Moon. I like how he, he was in the cage with the bear and Christian Wig. She got the. How long you been doing this? Oh, about a day or so. She's like she. He's like you've only been here for like a day. Train the bear. Like yeah, and the bear just gets out. Quiet. Nobody move. He's <laughs> 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 running. He's running around the ring. While everyone's running out of the building. Uh, save you must save yourselves. <laughs> like I was like, this boy is crazy. <laughs> Tickets are not refundable. <laughs> like yo, like, yo. That, I thought that movie is fun. A lot of people didn't like funny. that movie, but I thought it was funny when the bull punched it, uh, when Woody Harrelson punched him in, in like that part of his stomach. Yeah. He was about to throw up. He said, "Don't!" And he just kept chasing Woody, Woody Harrelson. I thought that was hilarious. But don't throw up on me. Damn, like was, <laughs> that movie was funny, man. It was funny as hell, man. Yeah, Monix and uh, Andre 3000 was in there. Yeah, Andre 3000, who said he had never played basketball in his life, even mm. as a kid. So he mm. had to be learned turn to you know they had to teach him how to play basketball yeah. in that movie. Yeah, you know I mean, but I like that movie, man. Uh, the, the makeup and the eyes and all this. Stuff. Look at my eyes. Don't move, don't, don't move. No, like the movie was crazy, man. <laughs> Father Pat, <laughs> <laughs> and then him and um um, um Tim Meadows doing the doing the uh, doing the poker game. You know? mm. That was hilarious, man. You you jive turkey. What you just call me? You just called me a jive turkey. Like yo, I was like yo, it made no sense, but I yeah. I, I knew what they were doing. I thought that was funny, man. Yeah. So uh, well, Tim Meadows. Yeah, Tim Meadows, and then of course the other word that they called him. I'm not gonna say that, but he called mm. him the sea sucker. And then, mm. <laughs> no, I didn't call you a jive turkey. I called you a sea sucker. Oh, okay, all right. And then he shot him. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the money. The movie's funny. Yeah. yeah. Um, number two. Is uh, old school for me. I, I, old, old school is a good movie. Man. Frank yeah. the tank. Frank the tank. We, we can't lose it. We gotta keep our composure. <laughs> <laughs> my man got burnt up by the fire. You, you, you gonna take one? Nah, nah, nah. I, I, I can't tonight. I got things to do tomorrow. You know, I, I got a day playing Home Depot. So, so you're not gonna do it? I, I'll do one. He gonna do one. He gonna do one. Yo, man. He said, oh, I thought we can go home. Uh, put the Cisco. Put, put the Cisco CD on and. Uh, <laughs> She's like, nah, Frank, it's over. Like, it's a rat. Like, we're not married no, no Frank, more. I, I want a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> that movie is crazy, man. Ooh. Like, I, I, thought, I thought it was hilarious, man. Like, he, like it, the whole movie, he just didn't get it. Like, 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 like yo, we can't do this anymore. Like, no. But like it on stage with Snoop Dogg <laughs> yeah, Snoop, and, Snoop, and, uh, Snoop, 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 Snoop,
you, come on, you can bring your hat. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, he, he was funny as hell in that movie, man. I, I, I thought old school was that. That's the class. I remember when I first, now when I first saw that movie, I didn't even know what it was. You know what yeah. I mean? But I watched, I said, oh, this joint is crazy. Him and Vince yeah. Vaughn and, and uh, Luke Wilson. Uh, uh, Luke, Luke, Luke Wilson, Wilson was funny as hell. You know what I mean? And uh, uh, number one for me is actually, uh, I'm a Talladega Knights guy. Mm, you know what I, I mean? thought you were going to say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the one that somehow got, got, got squeezed off my list. But yeah, yeah, man. The Ballad of Ricky Bobby. Yeah, the, the book Ricky Bobby. That, that that was that was a good that was a good. <laughs> I'm laughing right now because all that ragged nasty food. Well, not nasty, but all that like uh, commercial food they, they on the dinner KFC, table. Taco Bell, Pizza Hut. They had all this all this fast food. You McDonald's. are the old man. You guys are terrible kids. You have nothing but made a hot dog. That's it. That is it. That is it. I was like, I'm like, yo, Chip, I'm all hopped up on Pepsi right now. I'll come at you like a spider, spider monkey. monkey. I was like, yo, this movie is crazy, man. <laughs> Dear sweet baby, Lord baby Jesus in a manger. Like, yo, man, he was just like he was just doing you, you, too much. You do in the know movie, he grew you know? up, right? Well, I like the Jesus version. I like the Jesus version. <laughs> he was crazy in that movie, man. He just couldn't the, the scones, all that stuff, man. Uh, <laughs> oh no, was it crepes? Or no, was it crepes. It's crepes. Yeah. Say, <laughs> I love crepes. <laughs> What's that like? French pancakes? French pancakes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like French pancakes. No, I would not I say that. I'll never say it now. I'll never say that. Never say it. I w- I'm going to break your arm. He just broke it. <laughs> <laughs> John C. Riley in that was hilarious. <laughs> yo, it was Cal yo, Norton. Yeah, has that, in every movie is he running around butt naked? Like, is it seems like every movie he's either got his drawers on, he's just I'm running naked, around. I'm on fire. I'm, I'm burning. <laughs> I'm Help burning. me, Jesus. I'm, I'm on fire. Help me, Tom Cruise. The way, the way they tried to grab, he started. Put, I'm on fire. <laughs> like, Help me, know, Oprah. <laughs> yo, man, I, that movie's classic, man. That that movie is so funny, man. The, uh, yeah, him and um. Uh, Michael Clark ducking that back and forth in the hospital and stuff like that when he stabbed himself in the leg. Oh. Man. <laughs> My cow just moved into I'm, his house and like, I'm, just, I'm just paralyzed his from the waist down. Like that. You want to see what I'm dealing with? <laughs> stabbed himself. <laughs> yo, yo, his movies are just are just so dumb, man. But they, but they funny as hell. Funny. Man. I enjoy his movies more than I did like Adam Sandler movies. I thought his movies were actually funny. You know? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, so I was always more of a Will Ferrell. You know, you know, one of these pe- people that left Saturday Night Live. I would start doing his own movie mm-hmm. as opposed to like Adam Sandler. Even though Adam Sandler probably made more money in his movies, I was always like a Will Ferrell guy anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, that, but that was my favorite. Uh, the, the Talladega Nights, Ricky Bobby. That, that was classic, man. I got you. I got mm-hmm. you. And I forgot to say when I was talking about Anchorman that Christina Applegate was smoking in that joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, was, she was dope, man. <laughs> Cough. Look over here. <laughs> Trying to get her attention. <laughs> the bull brick, man. Yeah, that, that, yeah, yeah. She was, uh, yeah, she was dope in, uh, in both of them. One and two. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, that's going to be it for Top 5 this week. And getting out of that, we're going to finish up this week's episode with Mike's Minutes. And I just want to come to you to talk to you today about uh, what I feel like is a very important aspect of of being a person, whether you're a man or a woman. But uh, it's it's just believing in yourself, having confidence in yourself, and, and just trying to walk in that. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of people out here that 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 fake it. They they got fake confidence. You know what I'm saying? And 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 you know it, it's a little suspect, but uh, they they do show it. So it, that that's the important part. The important part is to um, you know believe in yourself, 
to have confidence in yourself. I was talking to my brother-in-law about something related to that yesterday, actually, because he was talking about how he's trying to get into a new situation work-wise. He doesn't really like where he's at, and he's trying to get something new. Um, and I, I was like, listen, I commend you for, for stepping out like that and for doing that because there's a lot of people out here who sit and, and still in the same job for 15, 20, 25 years and hate the job and hate going every day and hate every aspect of it, but be so terrified of going out and trying to find something new. So um, at the end of the day, sometimes that's what you got to do no matter what the situation is, whether it's, whether it's a dead-end job, uh, a, a relationship that's going nowhere, a friendship that's pulling you down, whatever the situation is, you got to have the confidence and belief in yourself that you can have better than that, that you can get more than that, and that you can, um, you know, reach a new level. So that's that's my, my little comments for y'all this week. Um, I hope that y'all take away something beneficial from that and that it's helpful to you during this next week because we all know how that Monday through Friday grind can get. But, uh, you know, I wish everybody a good week. I hope everything goes well for y'all. I'm sending out all good vibes and energy to all of our listeners. We love and appreciate all the support y'all giving us. Um, That'll do it for Season 4, Episode 17. We'll be back with y'all next week. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and IG at Sleep Is For You. If you haven't done so, check out the website, sleepisforyou.com. All of our episodes, new and old, are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Podbean, Samsung Podcasts, Player FM, and a little later in the week, we should be getting this up on YouTube. Uh, tell a friend to tell two, three, four, five friends about us. Spread the word like wildfire because we're trying to take things back to where we were before. But uh, tell anything else you want to say? Uh, stay cool this week. It's going to be hot as hell. It's going to be like 99 degrees a couple of these days. So, like I said, just stay cool. Uh, you know what I mean? Be careful out here. Check on the, you know, the elderly. Make sure your AC is working in the car and all that stuff. Make sure you're drinking some water. Stay That's hydrated. Like it, yeah, stay hydrated, man. It's going to be hot as hell. You know what I mean? E? Y'all be safe out there. I, 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 just, I just read somebody got killed on Kelly Drive and... Oh yeah! And this morning, and me and B literally was just riding on MLK this mm. morning. Sheesh! So be be safe out there, Phyllis. Yeah, they, they starting to come everywhere. It, it used to be you can be down in the museum or downtown or some tourist places, and 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 pretty much be, you know, nothing was going to happen. But it's like it's spreading out everywhere. So just be safe out there. Wyb, watch your body. Watch your back. Keep your head on the swivel, as we used to say in the Navy. All right. Well, that'll do it for episode 78. Get up with us next week. Water. Baby, what I'm writing is waiting. Call me Esso or Bevenberg, they nighting me 
lately stand where the light is Feel the light and delighted and maybe I'm getting grown Nothing wrong with Bible and Baileys I open up the text, got my mind closer off the edge Goes the architect, I ain't gotta go to your connect I call the God direct, him and I, through the sun up